0: welcome to indie music live episode 136. i am not wearing any pants and either's is dave which is the funny thing so we Whoa. didn't plan that welcome mr david happy ending werba tonight he's got a new background It looks like he's in a chinese restaurant or something where are you dave <laughs>
1: uh, you're right actually a massage parlor is right hey. behind this little divider here i'll let you say that yeah no it's uh it's a side business and it's working out very well um, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. I want to talk. A very about happy system. I'll tell you that.
0: Speaking much. of uh, Asian massages, hey, we got Omega Sparks in the house tonight. Hey, <laughs> us. How you doing tonight, man? What's up, guys? I'm doing great. What's going on? Happy
2: people. Yeah, doing
0: good. You said you're going to school tomorrow. What does that mean?
2: Oh man, it means backpacks and uh, protractors and uh, you know rulers and i'm uh, finishing up some some stuff and so go get my
0: masters man well it sounds like you and dave need to hook up with all those tools
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: speaking anyway. of tools back to joe keys <laughs> so we've got uh we've got some great music tonight we have ed roman's featured artist we'll be talking to him in just a little bit we've played his music on here before i've actually played i think two songs of his one was a video and then the other one was a lyric video they're gonna check out again tonight but uh um he's in canada And we're going to Rob Hicks is hitting the funny buttons all night long. I'm a little distracted right now. Sorry. Why does Facebook always decide that needs to update on Tuesday nights right at 10 o'clock? I don't understand.
1: They're watching you.
0: I don't get it. Anyway, let's uh, check out. Oh, this is a band we've heard before. Ben Cote Band just came out with a new album. Ben actually just graduated from Berkeley and now he's actually a real musician. Oh, wow. I don't know. But um, (laughs) I'll tell you my thoughts here in a minute, but just think cherry pie for me while you're listening to this song. Ben Band would get your licks in. Let us know what you think in the comments. Share this video out. We'll be right back. Benny boy he's getting pretty good he's gonna be with us in October uh with his drummer whatever his name is I don't know the drummer's name but uh they're gonna come as a couple or something so (laughs) inside joke I don't know inside joke in my head that nobody else is gonna get that was get your licks in um just the artwork man the artwork that they've been going for I mean you know Ben likes to tote his eightness if you will even though he was probably born in like I don't know two (laughs) thousand. He's like, what? Well, how old is he? He's 21 now, so a little earlier than that, late 90s. Uh, but I don't know. I just This just screamed cherry pie to me. It's just the artwork. It's not necessarily the, the song itself. And uh, But Ben's getting good. He's uh, starting to grow into himself, I believe. What's uh, Omega?
2: Well, I think, the first of all, the guitarist kills it at the beginning and uh, throughout the song. Uh, very fun track, and uh, lead vocalist has... Uh, ben, he has a lot of personality. I love when personality leads out through the record, and you can tell the artist is having fun while he's recording. Uh, that, that you know, makes the song last more, you know, for the listener. Uh, the chorus is catchy. I love it. The only caveat I would have is uh, the, the uh, better get your licks on. I feel like that could have been turned up a little more. Um, kind of just personal preference it should have been a little louder that's the only thing i could say that could make the song a little better but a great song
1: cool man i was looking forward to this album release man we've been following ben for a couple years now and in college he was he proved himself as a great mimic of the guitar heroes of the past i mean slash uh, (laughs) van halen yeah. Um, Bob made, or I think Bob or Brian made, uh, but anyway, this is, I'm excited to, to hear this stuff because we, we, we've had chats in the past about the next step is creating your own style, your own sound in mm-hmm. your plane, because he was always covering everyone else. And so, I mean, if you're fans of guns and roses, Aerosmith heard a lot of Aerosmith in this sound um yeah. What else? Obviously Van Halen that's all in. If you're fans of those band which I am from that era, this is like a it's a revival, but it's original.
0: So things coming back around is what I, I know, thinking. but it's
1: original. that's what's so cool about it So, no, it, no, so it sounds than- better.
0: But yeah, but the, the whole genre is a revival. Like you said, revival is coming back around just like fashion does. And, you know, every 30, 40 years, you get, the, you get the, not the same thing, but just sort of a reiteration of something that happened a long time ago. So,
1: Right. But one more thing, Joe. So he's, yep. he's, he's, he's created his own style in this album. I was looking forward to this release. My favorite tune is King of Noise. I, I listened to the whole album, really digging it, full sound. He's actually, I actually like his voice, man. And when he comes on the show, I want to remember to talk about just where his head's at with lead singer because he has a female lead singer on one of the songs. He has a guest lead singer on the one, another song. It's almost like he's not sure if he wants to be the front man. Yeah, he doesn't so, sing a yeah. lot on the on his
0: stuff. I noticed. he's always. I mean, it's like a uh, you know. Um, uh, good voice though Dance I like mean it was santana. cool wasn't it it's like a santana <laughs> vibe where he kind of just plays like like, you know he's yeah. the songwriter and the guy that plays all the music but he has people that kind of take over the, the other stuff and he just kind of plays so
1: yeah I, I'd like to explore just that the the path the future path where he is the front man and I mean it's the name of the band the bed Cody band. Mm-hmm. but it, it seems like he might even he might be reticent to be the lead singer, and I want to figure out why, so we'll, we'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah, so he he'll out. be a
0: panel guest in October sometime. I don't know the exact date, but uh, you can look out for it. So Next Artist, we've played this band before, too. we got a lot of repeats coming through lately because well, we've been around for three years now, to be honest with you. That's... Uh, that's pretty good. When is, our anniversary is this month, I think, actually. Our three-year anniversary is this month. I don't know exactly what day. I'd have to look. Let's just say it was August 1st. Screw it. So sure. happy anniversary, everybody. It's <laughs> three-year anniversary. Hey. Hey, Where's, Where's the confetti, Where's Rip Taylor two when two you need him? Anyway, um, Fifth Dawn. We watched their video a couple weeks ago. This is a band from Australia. I'm really thinking heavily about having them on as featured artists. It's just a matter of a phone call and an email. Uh, which is kind of harder than it seems sometimes. This is their new song, I believe. It's cold outside. Let us know what you think in the comments. Share this video out, and we'll see you in a minute. Hit it, Rob. music live episode 136 we are an international music promotion company if you need help promoting your music on the interwebs come check us out prices are really cheap you know cheap but quality but uh check us out we've been around for three years now and uh, we do reviews social promo SoundCloud promo all kinds of new services and we have a video production service as well which dave has taken taking part of for his porn business all right <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I was hoping uh,
1: you were going to feature that tonight. We can talk about that at the end if you guys want. Uh, I guess I'll just lead right into the critique on this off of that. Oh, man.
0: Perfect segue, Jill. Thank you for that. I'm Mr. Segway. That's what I like. I like doing segues that make absolutely no sense. Just these brick wall segues. (laughs) But anyway, the fifth. The
1: Fifth Dawn, I was thinking the Fifth Element there for a second. Great name, the mm-hmm. Fifth Dawn, I like that. Um, the uh, Evanescence always comes to mind with, you know, the female lead vocal uh-huh. over hard rock type mm-hmm. of sound. Uh, it, it's almost mm-hmm. overstated, really. And hopefully the a new reference could, can be, it's kind of like Fifth Dawn, because we need mm-hmm. more of them. I, I, I'm tired of yeah. saying it's kind of like Evanescence uh, and um, Heart. I've said that like a hundred times, but so th- this was cool. I love a a hundred times. They, <laughs> so. I, I know, but Hey man, there's viewers that will see this show that where it's the first show they've ever seen. So you got to repeat stuff sometimes. <laughs> um, so this, I was really digging that. I love the arpeggiation on top of this, like really catchy beat. And what comes to mind is, is the song style by Taylor Swift i don't know if you guys can recall that but it's it's just this really really nice groove man it's just some arpeggiated uh notes going on behind this like boom boom it it just i love it i really love it and then there's this moment in the song about halfway through i guess about a minute in and she she jumps jumps like 12 octaves you guys hear that holy crap it. it's like i'm like holy cow kind of reminded it. me of uh paramore in that sense that that was the song mm-hmm. that paramore broke out i forgot the name of it but um she just displayed this crazy range you know just blended up to these high notes it re- reminded me of that experience where you're you're just listening and you're just like tearing your head like jesus what the hell was that she just went into the stratosphere with uh, with her range there but i'm really digging it i'm glad you're thinking about bringing them on the uh as featured artists, joe it well deserved so omega
2: yeah the, the music I, I love i always say a lot the music and moans and tones at the beginning i love when songs paint an atmosphere they set the emotions of the song right off the bat so you know you get engulfed in it i really love that stuff powerful atmosphere This song is a blockbuster track. I really loved it. Uh, I was going to say, reminiscent of uh, Evanescence, uh, their track for the Daredevil film. Um, uh, The female vocalist is amazing. Her voice matches the tone of the song, which is great. Um, I love when songs build up to the chorus. You know, uh, I cannot, it's a pet peeve of mine when you feel like the song is building up to something climactic and then it just, it's a dud but this one delivered when she jumped up those octaves it is like yes you know the song was already preparing me for it and then she just you know stepped up a uh, very epic track i love it um you know i, I love being a guest on here because I, I get to find you know new artists i get to follow so
1: yeah it's, it's fun it's, isn't it
2: yeah you should be fun.
1: paying very us omega fun. jeez I know, no.
2: i should be paying you where is your paypal
1: I mean, Wait we're sending we you like 3500 bucks just to be here. You should be paying us.
2: Exactly.
3: Exactly.
0: All right. Now Speaking like- of getting paid, <laughs> Ed, how you doing? We got Ed Roman in the house. I'm going to give Rob just a second here to switch over the shot. Uh, but we've uh, we played Ed's music on here before. Ed is a really creative dude. He's up in Canada, and he's working with the management company that we work with called MTS Management. Uh, Mike Stover. Check him out. Um, so, we've watched this video before, Red Omen, but Ed, how you doing tonight, man?
3: Joe, I'm great, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Dave, Rob, everybody. Omega, nice
0: to meet you, my friend. Pleasure nice to, to you. meet you. So, here, so this is where I have all the featured artists give their what I call elevator pitch, you know? So, I'm sure you've done this sort of thing before. <laughs> um, so, just tell everybody who you are, what you know. We know who you are, just introduce you. But what you're doing with your music, um, just a brief, you know, history, and then tell us... Um, about red omen and then we'll listen to that we'll come back after that and get deeper with dave yeah oh, man yeah. uh yeah.
3: i'm a singer songwriter from ontario canada what do you want me to say uh, i grew up too close to the hydro wires
2: uh
3: <laughs> it was a time when we had three tv stations and uh you know the imagination could run wild that i grew up in a farm country it was more like a norman rockwellian existence where
1: the water runs clear
3: well you know and crayfish and you know some beer in the creek and tractor races (laughs) and trying to ride cattle through you know hay shoots and doing a lot of fun stuff just you know and and i think that that songwriting for me and storytelling even as a kid was like paramount my grandparents came from the old country so Telling stories about where we came from and different things that happened was part of family allegory. And then, you know, I fell in love with, with people that, you know, created that mood by telling stories. Like Tom Waits, you know, was one of my favorite to sort of conjure this sort of, you know, element of like everything in, in the song. You know, you can feel like you're there under the bridge on the rusty tricycle you know, swilling from an old tin cup singing some song because of of that imagery that he's he's using in the music. So I like that. um,
0: Cool. So so Red Omen, tell us about Red Omen real quick, and then we'll take a snippet of that. It's
3: an anagram of my own name. I was pegged and labeled a dyslexic as a kid. Uh, As i have (laughs) grown older, I realized that dyslexia is actually a gift. I wanted to somehow circumnavigate the whole issue in writing a lyric tune like Red Omen. Seem to do that now reaching out the video or the song has turned into a full length animation video working with nelson diaz from new york city and uh, nelson's career is, is extensive and some of the people he's worked with is amazing but now this has become sort of the figurehead for uh, this national fundraising campaign for tutoring programs for kids oh cool that can actually afford to go to these dyslexia programs that the Davis Method is in the US and the positive dyslexia
0: here in Canada. So, yeah. very cool. Cool. So, we'll check that out. We'll come back and we'll get deeper with Dave and find out more. Let us know what you think in the comments. show this video out. Uh, this is Red, Ed, Ed Roman with Red Omen. I'm Red dyslexic Roman or something. I don't know. So, Ed,
1: o- Ed Omen.
3: that I grew up with Red Omen, boy was he a neat kid, he had all sorts of really cool things to play with, like a plutonium spaceship lunchbox and a bathtub full of Lego, and I didn't believe you when somebody said that he fled with Jimi Hendrix to a UFO type base camp up on Machu Picchu. I found my juke, I said, Excuse me, it's not my fault. He's playing the crime, so he can't get caught. I said, Excuse me, I must confess. Well, give me two words. Well, in my
2: defense, laughing mad.
0: I'm laughing mad.
3: Red Hot Stove down in Pittsburgh Going out hard like cherry pie Call me a fiver, call me a liar, say it to my face Like a cross between Benjamin Franklin and Ian e. Payson And I didn't believe the man from MI6 Living out in the sticks Who
0: souped up his side by side Like
3: Evel Knievel Just like Evel Knievel
1: Excuse me, it's not my fault. He's playing lacros-
0: deeper with Dave, deeper with Dave. Oh yeah.
1: Sponsored by Ed. Thank you for the sentimental journey back to college, man. Uh, I, this, the sound I'm feeling here, I, I'm thinking blues traveler. I'm feeling. Fish, I'm feeling some. What else? Toad the Wet Sprocket. I mean, th- those are the bands that were just playing in everybody's room in college. Doors open, <laughs> you walk by. One of those bands is playing at some time. This is the flavor, man. And I- I'm guessing we're we're probably not too far away in age. So is that a conscious reference, man? Like, do you- do you ever? Were you trying to write like them, or or do you just? Does that just kind of seep through, maybe from the past?
3: Well, that's a great question. And I mean, we're all defined by our influences. And at the same time, they are our limitations, you know, Uh, for sure. I mean, one of the first fish albums I bought was uh, Hunter and Nectar. And geez, I followed the band for a little while, Uh, went to a whole bunch of shows. But that's you know that also came out of my love for the Grateful Dead and, and a lot of music from the 1960s, even people like Dylan and it, it, there is sort of a different perspective about music because I also come from an improvisational background. Fish have that aspect inside of the, the construction of the music. And for me, I want to leave that envelope there for interpretation. When we play that tune live, it's, there's a lot of other things that occur. It doesn't sound exactly like it does on the record on purpose because yes, here's the framework, the lyrics are there, the guitar parts, the bass parts. But ultimately I want to, I want to leave that open because you never know um, it, it, in inside of those moments when you are sort of pushing that envelope, new things start to emerge.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, stuff. so for people living under a rock the past 30 years or something, fish, Ben Fish pretty much took over the reins from the Grateful Dead in terms of this massive touring experience. They just created this culture very similar to what the Grateful Dead did 30 years before them, like that long of a run. And just kind of this hippie type of college rock type of experience, a lot of tie dyes, a uh, a lot of other stuff floating in the air but,
3: but. Yeah, it's it's true i mean i get it and that's it was part of my college time frame but it's funny i also was like i was into a lot of african music uh um femi kuti Kaziah jones i played in an african band for a long time when paul simon released rhythm Paul si- i was gonna
1: say there's some paul simon in here too yeah, man i, mean, I hear I mean, it
3: i i love i love that sort of um, World interpretation inside of music, and yeah. you might hear themes of it and stuff that I do, but it's not all that. Like because it also has, if you listen to the telecasts and guitar parts and stuff in yep. there, there, they're very country-like. So in a way, it's it's kind of an, an amalgam of things. But fish do that. The dead have done that. Jazz music is about
1: that. I'm glad you brought that up though, because I always try and go as far back as possible when finding the roots of the reference. And Paul Simon was where it started with with your sound. It, it really did. There a, a few of his tunes you, you you can hear some pieces in in this song here. Um. So, but interesting. So you had like a Ginger Baker experience. You were into the African <laughs> drum beats and everything. I mean, did you ever travel down there and?
3: Well, I played Jocko Baku and Kalimba Kalimba. We went right across in Canada and different parts of the United States for almost three years. Um, and a lot of the work that I was doing was with percussionists from Kenya and Liberia. And Jocko himself was from Cameroon. So I, I really, you know, that's the thing about that too, even when we were playing shows, that jamming and sort of figuring things out and feeling each other. And, and feeling off of that, and giving and taking was a big part of my learning experience as a young player playing with that kind of
1: music. Yeah, man. I just reading your you have this worldly experience, not not just with music. You're more to the humanitarian aspects. I, I want to make sure that we cover this piece about you traveled to Jamaica for. Let me read this here. Much humanitarian aid to the island while shooting the video for Jamaica. Just speak for a minute or so on that experience, Ben.
3: Hey, Jamaica is an amazing place. Hadn't been anywhere in years because we worked like vacation. When we got to the island, we met a lot of amazing people. Never, ever went back to a resort again because real culture happens outside of those walls. And I wanted to pay homage with a song that I wrote uh, for the island in with an old school feel, you know, as a heavy one drop concept in it. But at the same time, most of the people I know, they work from night to day, and they struggle. And we started sending shipping barrels of materials, either from dollar stores or things that people gave to us um, at our cost, so that they could be opened at a local church that's down there, and people could utilize it. I mean, photo photocopiers, clothing, kids' shoes, toothpaste, books, you name it. And uh, it's just kind of a way of giving back without having to be part of an organization
1: i love hearing that stuff man that's i hope and dream that's gonna be the later years of my life is just doing that type of stuff honestly man i i look forward to it it's like I'd samuel like
3: L. jackson when he's talking you know with travolta at the restaurant he's like no i'm just gonna wander the earth like in fucking kung fu, you
2: know I'm trying <laughs> to help
3: people i, I always see music as, as it being a vehicle for that and and when it does happen whether it's like a farm aid or it doesn't matter. I, I, to me, it's like, yeah, that's the antithesis of why we do what we do.
1: It is, man. It it, it really is. Almost, I was almost going to say, that. let's get to the really important stuff with the whole Jamaican stuff. But music is important too. But Ed, it's time to move on. Unfortunately, we're going to hopefully have you back as a, a critic on a future show. But the website is edroman.net. Just how it sounds giant tomatoes floating through the room here. Yes, uh, this, tomato, per-
3: this tomato is almost as big as my head. It's
1: huge.
3: <laughs> right? Food culture.
1: That's a perfect transition into our next tune. I'm not sure why, but speaking a, of tomatoes. Yeah, speaking of tomatoes, we got another song to play here. Ed, have a beautiful evening.
3: You guys too. Thank you so much for having me. Great pleasure.
1: Yeah. So this <laughs> the song is "Tragedy" by Eric Vowell tragedy of the tomato cue it up rob thank you right there tragedy by Eric Vall. I want to be respectful here I just feel like there might be a personal tragedy behind this song right here so I, I want to respect that I mean death not my favorite subject to talk about but perhaps it was just about death in general uh, with as you can see the imagery there with all the pictures on the walls of some famous people who have passed away um, so I I appreciate that. I respect that. I this sound here, like I was, I was feeling it. I I mean, it was it was kind of stripped down, but I I was feeling the mood of it. And at the end of the day, though, the I guess the projection of this sound, I was feeling hard rock, man.
0: (laughs) Kind of a stained sort of thing again. Uh,
1: Yeah, I I, I was feeling. -hmm. Exactly, Joe.
0: Kind of, you know, where they like heavy sort of feel, but it's not like uh, it's not hard rock. Same time, it
1: just felt like a demo for an acoustic demo for a huge hard rock sound. Sure. And I was wait. It it, it's ripe for these big buildups to have these monster kick-ins to really play on the dynamic and the power in the lyrics. So that's an opportunity.
0: Yeah. it's kind of like waiting for the happy ending. Oh, Omega.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Omega with his, with his desk yeah. full of lotion.
2: Right. Oh, wow. Hey, guys. I, I feel on the technical side, I feel like the vocalist, he was struggling a little bit. Um, there was some tone issues with his singing. The song has a good structure to it, though. The musicians take the song down the right path to convey the emotions that the song you know, is trying to project but the singer wasn't really too polished in his performance. Um, but I mean, kind of like you, I, I could hear his, his heart behind it. Like there's more to the story, um, you know, meets the eye, but yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, Dave. If, if it had a, like a dynamic ending to it, you know, um, change the, change the beat up, it could have made the song more dynamic and, um, yeah, it's, it's just the sing, the singer. Yeah. He sung his heart out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good elements to this song. I just think it needs a little push. I think it just needs that little step up, you know, um, to really get it there. So, Omega, so you said you're going back to school tomorrow. Um, what else are you doing? Yeah, it, bro. Man, can you update us on what uh, Game Breaks is doing? Yeah.
2: yeah, man. Yeah, we're working on Volume 3 and... Um, just just loving it man connecting with djs and right now it's the grind you know the stuff that separates you from other artists how hard you you grind and push for your music to be on you know radio stations and trying to get some more licensing opportunities just had a wonderful summer uh, writing for an anime and writing for a tv show nice so right now we're just gearing up to push really hard for the you know for the fall season
0: Sweet. So Dave likes grinding. Dave, any last words tonight? <laughs> I think I think that was perfectly stated, Joe. Nice summary right there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah. so anybody needs a masseuse in the Phoenix area, Dave's your man. He's got the background to prove it. Rob That's Hicks fine. and Hicks Video, thanks for pushing those buttons and making us look really, really hot, especially Dave. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> if you need professional live streaming on the internet, just hit up Rob Hicks. H-I-X-V-I-D-E-O Hicks video all over the place. Gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with me. You always make my Tuesday night the best. We'll see you later. Peace out.